0: Welcome to Divinely Speaking Unplugged. I am host Divine Sunshine. As promised, I told you that since we have reached our year milestone, I am going to invite guests to come onto the show. And I have with me someone dear, near and dear to me, which is my my niece, who is a family and marriage therapist. Uh, she is Stephanie Gibbs, so welcome to our show. <laughs> Stephanie gives, and also she. His name is Unique. Oh, a second! I know I forgot about Unique Perspectives Therapy Solutions. All right, then. So, welcome. If I had my sound effects in the back, yay! Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> to uh, Talk about this month, you know, because each month is always something that we are pretty much celebrating and focusing in on. And this month, I did not know was it was a uh, minorities uh, mental health awareness month. Um, those who I'm under. And so, you know, that is a really big uh, controversial, let's put it, especially in um, some of the African-American um, communities, because a lot of time that's kind of like a taboo word. And I know even with me, when I'm on my show and I'm telling people that I'm seeing the therapist, I even feel a little kind of like, oh, do they say, oh, no wonder she's quack, quack. Uh, shucky ducky or whatever <laughs> in the mind because she needs to have that and you know I remember I had one of my friends and she had told me that that she said you know that's just like a spa for your mind when you go to your uh, to a therapist it's not anything uh, bad And but that's just the stigma that you know that I have been on the outside and the society is put on and there's something seriously wrong but sometimes you just need somebody to kind of talk uh that out so you know what it got you into being uh a, a therapist uh what made you uh, attracted to that
1: uh well first i think god told me when i was in my 20s like freshman year in college that I was gonna be a therapist and i didn't believe him i was like no way you had the wrong person i'm not doing that i'm not listening to anybody problems however i was already working in mental health i worked as a nurse aide in a nursing home and things so I worked with the population already and then after I graduated from college I continued to work in the population like at a community community mental health center and then I just progressed from there but um, in 2017 I started to take care of myself and dig deep into my own personal struggles with self-esteem and depression and things and figure out what was going on with me and after I started to work on myself I was wondering like how can I help other people and I looked up marriage and family, and it came up marriage and family therapy, and I was like, oh, my God, that's it. And I, it felt like a light bulb went off in my head.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, again, especially with us on the twin flame uh, journey or, again, just anybody just really wanted to do something to make a difference while you're here, um, you know, that's you're pretty much kind of led um, in some kind of way by spirit or source or somebody told me, it hit me in the gut, and you want to kind of go ahead and explore uh, that more. And it seems like it's just like you're like, yeah, that's it, that light bulb moment. Um, so with the family and the marriage counseling um, that you have, uh, what it would make um, someone to come actually to get um there, but what are some of the issues that you see?
1: Um, right now, when we're coming out of this pandemic, hopefully, a lot of people discover that they have a lot of anxiety and they have depression and they have lost family members due to the pandemic and things. They're having life transitions and they were wondering how can they get through it? Like, what can I, can I give them to help them? Um, a lot of times in the African-American community, one of the top things they say is pray about your issues and things. One of the things that we overlook is the scripture that says, seek wise counsel. is mm. consider wise counsel. So if you go to a therapist, they will give you the tools you need to help you with your the, the struggles you're going through. Because sometimes, just because of where we grew up, the things we experienced, we may not have the solution. And nobody around us may not have the solution. But it might take somebody outside of us to tell us, oh, it's just X, Y, and Z to make those dots connect.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is one, what is the? I kind of said one of my apprehensions about you know what would others view and see. But what have you seen that uh, you know of uh, professionally? What's the apprehension in the minority community as to why they're so apprehensive about going to a therapist? Um, one of the
1: things is religion. Okay, Christianity. I think that um. If you affirm from African-American descendants, from slavery here, um, Christianity was the tool that we used to get over a lot of things throughout the years and throughout the centuries. And that's our number one go-to is Christianity. Mm-hmm. It's nothing with that at all. It's just that that's what they say. We're just gonna pray about it. We're just gonna pray about it. However, if you don't have the tools to go with along with the prayer, it's not helping. And we don't know that. So it's a, lot, it's a clash between the older generations and the younger generations now about therapy because the older generations are still like, well, just pray about it. Just pray about it. Like, it's just going to be better? And, like, God is just going to deliver the answer. Well, if you're not consciously open or if you're willing to receive what God is going to tell you, then you may not get that answer. So that's why therapy is, is helpful.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that is true. That is, they will tell you. And that's interesting. You brought up about the generations thing because I know even with my mother um, doing that and going to get it, Yeah, and that is true. That is, they will tell you. And that's interesting you brought up about the generations thing because I know even with my mother um, doing that and going to get it, you know, sometimes I was like, does she kind of understand it? And I kind of feel like a kind of feeling as though when I do say I'm going to go to my therapy session uh, that you know it feels like it's like a uh, not a disconnect but it's like okay yeah that's nice baby you know but it's not like a really being supported uh, behind that what do you say from a therapist point of view as a a person going minority or not and if you do have a family member that's don't look like they're 100% supporting you or sold on it uh, what would be some things that maybe could be said to them to make them feel at ease and make you feel at ease about going
1: um share your experiences tell them like hey i want to see my therapist and we talked about x y and z and we're like she suggested that i do blah 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 okay i'm willing to try it out Um, are you willing to support me in that or can we work it out together and that's usually helpful um social media has been playing a good part in that in this generation okay a lot of them are more open about saying they went to the therapist like my therapist said duh, 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 duh. Mm-hmm. and then and they'd be like oh yeah i never thought about it that way oh my goodness so it'd be like a light bulb moment so that has helped so just invite somebody into that space with you and encourage them let them know that it's not as bad because like we said the mental health um community has a lot of stigmas there has been discrimination there has been um Things that happen to African Americans. So that's why it's a lot of um, people, not, older communities, not trying to get into that community and get help. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what are some of the things I'm thinking I'm knowing what are some but what were some things that again is that the mental? are we talking about the the Tuskegee um experiment or some of the still had that stigma down there like you know they going in, they messing with your mind. you know, something like right? what is it? Uh, some other things that maybe I might not even know about historically there has been about uh African Americans or Asians or any minority group or Hispanic, um, as well. Um, so those are be
1: careful. barriers to mental health treatment so some of those barriers just like poverty or economic status Mm -hmm. Um, because you're below economic status um mental health treatment like therapy may seem like it's unobtainable so you might have to go to a community mental health center okay Another, another one is like education about mental health um for many years it is well it's still considered a stigma for most people so um i guess for centuries or decades people who were considered to have a mental health issue was like put it in the back room or something like that it wasn't talked about it wasn't discussed so it's like no education about mental health another one is that people that are some people that experience mental health issues are also homeless so mm-hmm. they're so there are many 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 different reasons why people are not coming to mental health those are called um, different barriers
0: Oh, okay, yeah, because a lot of times you do see the ones who are homeless that do, uh, is because um, they are suffering from some kind of mental um, um, uh, illness, I was about to say disability, but I guess so, that would not be able to um be able to function some of it seems like and you can tell say okay well maybe you can't hold a conversation or something in their own world and they can't really function in the real world and some of you can kind of assume uh again why what led them to be a uh, person who is uh, living in that kind of condition on the streets, uh, too, as well. Um, the, you said a mentioned about the ones that are not able to. So what are some things as far as, because some of it is because of minority, um, uh, again, not having the access. Uh, are there any kind of programs or anything that maybe somebody say, I want to do it, but my money's not right, or whatever. Uh, what are there some programs out there for those who might be struggling to make the payment, especially. Where we got inflation or whatever, says so we're going to um, occur on, is there anything out there?
1: Um, yes, there are free mental health services. There are uh, therapy for black, for black girls and therapy for black men. Um, there are community mental health centers. There are centers or therapists who offer services on a sliding scale for mm-hmm. forty dollars and things like that. So there's different ways to get around it. There are also um, nonprofit organizations. offer mental health treatments too and you might have to just pay a copay or something whatever you can afford so it's different ways you can get around it
0: Yeah, because I know even with mine, it was something with the insurance. They couldn't get it together on that. I know that they do. I'm not going to put where I work on blast, but I know darn well. (laughs) They're supposed to be covering me. Uh, However, the young lady was very nice, and she's from a community center too as well on the west side. Uh, And she also had um, given me a sliding scale. She's like, can you pay from this to this? You know, Give me where in between. Where can I meet you in the middle Uh, with that? So, yeah, they are... They do have those um, programs out there uh, as well. Uh, on average, do you know the statistics of it? Like, how many of of, of minorities uh, do go to therapy? What's the percentage? Um, do you know?
1: Right now, I don't know the percentage offhand. I know the percentage is growing, okay. especially during this pandemic time. I know that the the number of minority um therapists and providers is growing right that's what i'm doing four percent so that's very helpful too and that goes to back to the barriers of mental health okay Um, one of those barriers is mistrust because there wasn't enough therapists and psychologists that look like us and a lot of times we have experienced misdiagnosis or we have been more diagnosed with schizophrenia than this or that so that also leads to it but yes is it more of us is going coming to therapy now I don't have the numbers offhand.
0: Please. Okay, that's all right. Need in now, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, question, because I know even as me as a teacher as well, they had, I have like a master's in urban teaching, which means I'm specializing in like the minorities and urban in the city. Do they have um, any kind of way if a person was thinking about going into the mental health therapy, do they have one specifically for African Americans or minority therapy that specializes in giving them? um understanding and exposure about the culture you know because each one is different you have to handle them differently do they have that
1: oh yes they have um competencies that's what each program should be based on our cultural competencies where they teach about minorities they teach about um, how each group of demographic handle problems approach problems how families are set up and things that's why I love my my program I'm a marriage and family therapist so we embrace the differences, and we bring that into the therapy room, and we study those and say, hey, Asian-Americans or Asians are different from Hispanics, and Hispanics are different from African-Americans, and you build that into the therapy session and let them leave, because um, I believe, like, Asian-Americans or Asians may not want to speak so much about it, or right. Hispanics might not speak, And then, but on the other hand, African-Americans might come in and we want to talk more,
0: yes. Yeah. you let the Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. So, we do. The different, so the different programs were supposed to have addressed cultural competencies so they can teach therapists about nationalities and different cultures and how to embrace those in therapy.
0: Okay, what are some of the things, just going across the board, all the minorities, which you had pretty much said about is the difference of African-Americans. You have to let us go ahead and unravel. We like storytellers, so we like to tell the story. So, you know, know, have to let us, uh, African-Americans to unpack. Uh, With the Hispanic or the Asians, uh, with their uh, things, they're saying that with them, my understanding, you're saying they might not talk as much. You might have to kind of, again, um, kind of work with them. What What are some of the things that you find in working with, you know, to be able to help to draw that information from them? What were some things that they told you in school about the different groups, ethnicities uh, rather?
1: What well, number one is going to report with your client. Okay. i letting them come in and leave the session. I'm trying not to pressure them too much. Okay. Um, they teach or will encourage therapists to be Learn how to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. I might not work with Irish, Irish peoples too often, but that's okay. When they come in, let them know that. Give them an opportunity to express themselves, express their concerns, and you address it together. Okay. That's how you start off that process. When it comes to like maybe Asians, um, they said that they they are more task oriented, and they're like, okay, this is the problem. So how am I supposed to solve the problem? So it's no beating around the bush. They're like, okay, this is A, so what is B? So you learn how to address that. And if that, that's what they want, give it to them. You don't want to beat the client over the head with all the jargon you know from school and mm-hmm. um, all the stuff that he was teaching you. It's, they say, meet the client where they are. So that, that's what we um, go with.
0: Yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would think uh, about that. And, and and I I like that too, that when you don't let them know, like, hey, I know all, oh, you know, this is a new learning curve for me as well. Uh, as you, and we'll learn together about what things I can engage with, how to respect your cultural ethnicity and your background, and how to bring in that diversity, and we'll learn from each other. Uh, as well. I like that instead of just assuming or oh, I know and just going in there like a bull in a the, in the china shop, you know, and, and that way you'll kind of learn because some of them, again, you can't go in there. I know this too. You can't come in there with a stigma where they said on page 22 they're going to act X, Y, and Z. You know, you have to know each one is different. It's not a one size fit all uh, when you're dealing with the different ethnicities too as well. Um, so What are some keys? Let's leave the listeners with some things, especially with what's going on now with inflation rising, calls, things like that. And I know definitely like it hits the minorities way more (laughs) than you know the other ones because of again the social economics, those things. So what would be some keys? Maybe some five keys or whatever that you would say that would help them to deal with the current times.
1: Um. Well, a you need to. Identify what are you experiencing? Everybody experiencing um, This inflation is hitting everybody different. So one person might have anxiety for things that's going on another person might have depression um, If you can try to figure, identify what you're working with or what's going on Then contact a therapist if you if it's beyond you and you're not getting better um, Have self-care so take care of time for yourself. It could be cooking your favorite meal if you can sitting quiet do something like that um, don't isolate yourselves. Stay involved with your family and friends. That's very helpful. Um, get outside, walk, and exercise if you can. Get some sleep. Um, eat a proper meal. So things like that are all is always beneficial in these kind of times. I know it's kind of can be stressful, but mm-hmm. try not to let the stress impact your body and your mind. So just try to do the basics. Like get some sleep, drink some water, rest. Things like that.
0: Yeah, that, and that's essential because I can hear somebody saying, you know, because I be thinking about the bills and how I'm going to pay and my next meal and things like that. But you got to take care of yourself first. And like you said, and get to sleep. So again, you say, I'll pick it up tomorrow, I'll think about it tomorrow. The problem's still going to be there, even while you're sleeping. Yeah. Uh, And so, again, uh, like I said, if it's beyond you, you talk to your good, good friend or your mother and whatever, and you say it's still not finding a solution, uh, definitely take it to the next step and go see a therapist i know with myself it's good it's another perspective and they're not coming there you know being judgy (laughs) i can tell you that uh their job is to just really listen to you and bounce it back to you and uh, you know and maybe give you some is this another way you could be able to see it this oh look at this way look at what good things you've done okay and that way and that's what their spotlight so that's why it's always Good. Um, now. I'm an advocate for therapy. Before I was like, eh, not so much, but you know, but now I, I, I see it for myself and I'm a believer now. So again, so that is a good thing. So give us some of your information as we wrap up uh, that they can reach you, especially if they wanted to the family. Well, somebody said, well, I ain't got no family and I ain't married. Are they still able to see you? <laughs> yes. yes, they can
1: reach me at www.up.com
0: Therapy solutions. Yes, you can reach her at www.uptherapysolutions.com. Again, www.uptherapysolutions.com. And she says she can also be reached on Instagram at Steffy, S-T-E-F-F-Y-P-I-E-1. Uh, We had technical difficulties towards the end, and it just cut off, (laughs) so I don't know what happened. But again, I want to really give a shout-out and thank you to Stephanie for coming out and being a part of it. Uh, As well, so make sure that, again, if you are want some therapy and definitely during these times that you reach out to her and partake of that uh, as well. Don't let anything be an excuse rather than with her or anyone else that you've been struggling or being on the borderline about therapy. Please reach out and go get that person because, again, sometimes you having a conversation with yourself and you're gonna come up with the same solutions. <laughs> so you need to go on ahead and try that. That's just like a surgeon trying to do surgery on himself. You might know it, but again, it's you. And that's a whole different ball of wax. Of, of fruit that you're dealing with <laughs> as far as that. All right, then, as always, if you need any kind of solutions for me and I want to talk about spiritually, I am a spiritual coach, too, as well. If you need that or you want some readings or in-depth, remember, you can always go to DivineUnionSouls11.co. And also, if you want a past life regression session, too, as well, um, you can be able to see me. Uh, remember, I have a half-off sale and go to ashantiwellnesscenter.com for you to be able to get your past life regression sessions too as well those are in addition you can use that in tandem too, the therapy as well so as the spiritual all together uh as well as mind body and spirit uh, that's how i believe in that that's how you get trinity in alignment all right then thank you for listening and go out there and shine. And as always, stay uplifted, stay motivated, stay ascended. Namaste, go, as within, so out. And so go out there and be divine.